0: TheWellnessCoach.com, streaming Wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts Dr Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode four hundred and fifty-one. And can you believe it? He's back again. He is the rhythm maker of wellness. He sets the agenda. He is the <laughs> relaxant of the wellness. Relaxant. He is Dr. Damien
1: Christoph. Hello, Legend. <laughs> Hello, Legend. Hello, Legend. It's great to be here with you again. Uh and thank you to everybody who's joined us on Facebook Live today. It's uh it is always my greatest joy to see people watching us, you know, rubbing our bellies. I think it's great. So thank you. You
0: absolutely love it. I do,
1: Piercy. Um, You're looking a little bit shiny on the forehead there. I'm wondering, Piercy, are you heading towards a haircut like me? Could you be heading towards a haircut I... like me?
0: Oh, you mean like
1: that? Could you have more reseed than seed up there? What's going on?
0: Yeah, I feel like my forehead's doubled in size over the mm. last couple
1: of years. Could you have a five um... head? I've got a five head not a oh, forehead a fi- oh you mean what five fingers mm. oh, you- oh no yours is still a forehead oh maybe no Oh, maybe yeah. it's definitely on the bigger finger version of a forehead yeah
0: mm. yeah we might have to get our 100 on our community to venture to our respective homes and just measure you know like does the glass slipper fit because <laughs> i probably want some thick stumpy fingers <laughs> what are rab's- what are rab's hands like i feel like rab's the great Ravi Rudner might have thick, big hands. We might only be three fingers of Ravi, mm. but I've got thin piano fingers. I'm probably like eight fingers. I mean, this is terrible. Can't inject a visual tool no. into a podcast listeners, but no. our 100 not out Facebook. Yes, uh, thank you for joining us, Kay's
1: There, yep, thanks, Kay.
0: Now we had a bumper edition of 100 not out last week, where mm. we discussed what lessons had we learned. Um, for, uh, particularly about our parenting on the back of years of interviewing the graceful ages. Thank you to Bevo, Andrew Bevan, for sending yeah. that question through. Yeah. But you have suggested, and gee whiz, this could be a double, triple, quadruple episode. What have we learned about other areas of life that we have relaxed in our own lifestyles mm. on the back of 100 Not Out? Mm. And um, I've got a list of mile along here. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. But your idea, so you kick us oh, off, Damo. Well, Yeah, totally. All right. Well, let me just (laughs) –
1: thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Well, the reason why I thought we could do this – is I was playing golf this morning. As you know, I play golf. And I was playing golf this morning and I was about to hit off on the eighth tee. And I thought to myself how interesting it was that Ravi had slipped through his alarm – And Murray was waiting for him and they had to kick off before the dip, you know, later in the day because Ravi had slept through his alarm. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And then I thought, oh, how fascinating is it that you and I did a podcast um, on parenting? What would we change? What would we change? And the reason why I I recalled this was because Mike, the guy who I was playing with, said, um, was that the podcast? Because he's what are you recording today? And I said I'm recording something with FX Med, which was you know all about um, the brain and aging and falls risk and stroke and all that sort of stuff. And he goes, "Oh, is that what you posted on Instagram last night?" And I said, "Hmm, no, no, I think I posted um, the episode about Marcus and I talking about parenting. What do we change? What would we change um, now that we know what We know." And then I thought. How cool is it that there's a parenting show on television right now and we already had the idea to think about that even before this parenting show came up so that we are kicking goals. So that's kind of where my thought process went and then after lunch today, which was a beautiful lunch and it was chicken patties, chicken and vegetable patties with a beautiful, delicious salad. um, I sat down and had a little half a square, which is a normal square like that big and I had half of that of lemon tart because my mum had made it for me. And I was with my mum on the weekend for her 70th birthday. She turned 70 oh, yesterday. Oh happy, happy birthday. birthday, Tess. Happy birthday, mum. And um, and we spent the weekend together and she made me, as part of her Christmas her birthday present, um, a lemon tart, which is my favorite thing. And I thought, I wonder whether or not if I had not learned as much about longevity over the last 450 episodes. And watching the 100 plus club and interviewing all these great people. Would would I have sat down at lunchtime to half a square of lemon tart? And I was thinking about it. And I thought, wouldn't it be a great thing to be able to talk about with PC? What have you relaxed? Because what I've uh, relaxed a lot is my regiment around diet. So... You mentioned anally retentive earlier on before we actually started (laughs) recording and I thought to myself, I think that's how I was with food because I recall when I was doing Downsize Me, when I would go out for dinner, I would not want to go out for dinner in public because I didn't want people who had recognized me from the television to come up to me and go, hmm, Damo, should you be eating that? And I used to send my friends out. Thank you very much, Harley and Biff, for going out and buying some – to go and buy Movenpick ice cream from Movenpick in um, Koemurama in Auckland to get Movenpick ice cream because I didn't want to go out in the public to be seen to be buying ice cream because I didn't think that would be good in a public sense. And I never wanted to be seen buying chocolate and all that sort of stuff. And I love chocolate and I love lemon tart and I love ice cream, but – because i was so strict not only on in, in my practice i was strict in my on myself i you know i didn't enjoy those sorts of things and maybe perhaps potentially possibly i was causing myself more ill health as a result of trying to hide my cravings and desires with regards to food that in the relaxation of my Strictness around food could I have extended my lifespan and i'd like to think I have um, and when I look at the Icarians and I look at the Sardinians and i you know I look at I look at all those people that have aged beautifully and done really well I think they were not very anally retentive around their food um, but potentially they were stricter in some spaces or places in their lifestyle which i'd love to talk about today. That's that's how I got oh. to this topic. Big long introduction, which brings in a lot of people. But that's how I got to this topic today, PC.
0: And I think it'd be great to know. And we love engagement, so we'd love to know either people watching in the comments, or if you uh, listen to this episode, send us a, a DM on Instagram or Facebook at 100 Not Out. Or email at Damien at DamienChristophe.com, myself, MarcusMarcusPierce.com.au Marcus because uh, I know you're going to do that. Um, there are so many changes that I've written down that I think that I uh, may not have made um, given all of the, the, the time that we've spent together interviewing people. So first, just some in, in no particular order, stress is okay. Uh, now you teach uh, how to crack your stress code. Yes, um, but I think we see this when we, you know, go to Ikaria when we spend time with uh, graceful ages. Any of us listening or watching this today mm-hmm. um, can learn this, particularly from older people that have gone through challenging times in life, mm-hmm. because they've got the gift of perspective and hindsight and a gap between, you know, events that occurred and did we really have to care for it as much as we did, you know in terms of, of learning. So I feel like spending so much time with older people and then you turning it into like a practical and a physical um, the cascade when you describe it has definitely allowed me, I, I think, the opportunity to not sweat the small stuff so much and also to recognize, um, you know, like just to – Well, I was going to turn my camera around but not that easy at the minute. We've got Bob surrounded by boxes, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting there this morning going, gosh, why am I so – pent up at the minute and I think and I was saying Marcus relax like you've moved into a new place you've got boxes everywhere um but it's the best first world problem that many of us could actually want yeah and I think I've learned yeah not always but I think I've learned the art or the gift of perspective which I love what you talk about you stress about the things that you care about and then so that in itself is a question of okay like do I need to care about this as much as I am Mm. right now Mm. um and i think you know a mixture of time with you time with others has definitely meant that i've relaxed that a bit and sometimes i'm almost a bit too laissez-faire um and it's like why don't i care more and but i I would like to think it's because i'm like because really at the end of the day like you know kids and food for example kids go to a birthday party i know my kids are going to attack some food that we wouldn't normally have in the house yeah but honestly like (laughs) Why like, why would I bother? Why am I going to go and helicopter them? Like, I get that you might want to, Yeah. but that's where I feel like there's a bit more perspective. That's just one thing. So I might hit the tennis ball back to you because I don't want to just hold the stage here.
1: No, well, I love that. I love that, um, that you wouldn't sweat the sport. I love all of that. I think that's really good. Um, and the other thing is too with your kids, at least you know they've started off with eggs and greens like first thing in the morning um, because and they're going to be fine. So if they have few snakes or whatever, it's not going to be an issue. Eggs and greens, kids, eggs and greens. What are they, what are they having now they can't have forage bircher? What are they having now they can't have forage bircher?
0: Oh, mate, it's hard. You know, you know, you love this. Uh, Sarah's mum, Jill, yeah, Jill, big shout out to Jill. Hi, I'm not Jill. sure if Jill listens or not.
1: So find um, out.
0: She she tells me just the other day I was having a cup of tea with Jill yeah and I don't know, we got talking about food and she's like, oh, we still make Damo's Forage Paleo um, all the time now that we can't get it ourselves. We just buy all the raw ingredients and we all, and we all mix it up. Yeah. So I want you to know that there's people out there that yeah. in their mind are still making Damo's Forage, like whether that. it's Damo's Forage Bircher, Damo's Forage Paleo. Um, we probably just get a little, what is it, just a, like Damo's Forage cereal, mm-hmm. raw ingredients, a puffed, a puffed something. Yeah. With some uh, blueberries, bananas, if the if they're lucky and they get a sweet start to the day or a two-course meal because they might have a, a fried egg or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, got to have eggs. an egg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> eggs and greens and forage.
0: And the 15 dozen <laughs> eggs arrived today. Oh, dear. 15 uh, dozen. Anyway, that's amazing. Can dozen. I just do a little shout-out? Yeah. This funny little thing
1: um, came up on on the, the live stream on my phone and you'll see this if you look. Helen Pocock says uh, follower anniversary, number one. She's our number one follower anniversary. And then um, our number two follower anniversary is Ravi Rudner. And our number
0: three,
1: I don't know know what it is. And then there's a number four. It's it's kind of skipped three. And number four is Kay Toolan. And then Pete Lennon has got a follower milestone. I don't know what that is, but congratulations, Pete. Um, That's really great. And um, good on you. But- Thanks very much, Facebook. You're going
0: to sleep so well tonight knowing that Facebook's given you a little Milestone. dopamine hit of follower milestones and anniversaries. and yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And a little shout-out to,
1: to Vincent because um, Vincent re-watched one of our episodes thinking that was live and he was commenting on that as well and he said he didn't respond to me. And I said, oh, it's because that was the recorded version. So this <laughs> is the live one, Vincent, and if you are there, um, a big shout-out to you. So... <laughs> When I was doing Downsize Me, I made it a point to try and do everything that I possibly could to make sure that I was a specimen, right? So I was at the gym uh, every day. I uh, was very deliberate in the things that I did. Um, I made sure that I ate really great food. I had an amazing breakfast every single day. I had an incredible lunch every single day. I limited my coffee intake to only one coffee per day because God forbid, if you have any more than one coffee a day, you're not going to live to hundred. You're going to die. You're going <laughs> to die. Yeah. And so I um, I was very strict, you know, with that particular thing. And I remember this, piece. and you and I have spoken about this. We rocked up to Icaria in our sporting gear on day one, episode one, volume one of Icarian Adventures with Damo and Marcus. Um, it it's, I don't know what you There's a was.
0: TV show right there.
1: Yeah. There is a TV show <laughs> there right is. there. I know, I know, right? Well,
0: oh, jeez, that'd be fun.
1: And you put on your Vivo Barefoots. I think i put my Vivo Barefoots on too. Maybe I'll put on some Nikes, I don't know. But let's just say it was Vivo Barefoots because they were giving you shoes at the time and and our Nike running gear and we ran down that dirt road and then we ran up that dirt road and we got overtaken by 64 blokes in one tiny little four-cylinder putt-putt ute going up the hill and they were all going to do their work, right? And they looked at us and kind of waved and we're like, Yamas, Yamas, Kali's better, Kali's better, like, you know, and it's probably still Kali matter at the time. But we were singing, we were yelling out, thinking we were the ants pants from Melbourne here in Ikaria, learning about how to live a long time. We thought, let's go for a run. So we went for a run and it would have been for all of 1,500 metres probably, but it was uphill, downhill, hot. And for a moment I thought maybe I might Damn be hot. Damn hot. Damn hot. And I thought we might end up with like- a Korean running like Ravi has. so, But we didn't. We got back to um, where we were having breakfast and we were met there by our lovely host, Thaya. And Thaya said, you boys are looking pretty hot. You guys are looking like warm, sweaty. What's going on? We said, oh, we just got back from a run. And she's like, why were you running? And we said we were running, you know, we were just running. And she said, well, what were you running from? We weren't weren't running from anything. She said, where were you running to? We we just ran up and then ran back. She goes, why would you do that? And we were like, hmm, there could be something in that, you know. And so, for me, the idea of running for no purpose just kind of was, but other than to stay fit, just kind of just no longer made sense to me, you know. So, for me, movement then became a bit more purposeful. Um, I then started to think about How could I incorporate movement into my life? And Amber and I, as you know, we've been going for lots of walks. We haven't done what Murray's done, which is walk every single day for nearly two years, like 720 days. We've been walking, you know, let's say on average probably five and a half times a week for the last two years. So I reckon it's pretty good. But we've also been, you know, maybe from time to time doing some high intensity training. I've been playing lots of golf. Doing all that sort of stuff. So, I think what I'm trying to say is that my movement has become a bit more intentional in that I'm moving so that I can move as opposed to exercising so that I'm getting movement. Does that make sense? So, oh, it's, totally. just, it's a little flip in the mindset of it. The one thing that I didn't do very well back in... Then when I was trying to be a specimen, I was a long way away from a specimen, let me tell you. Um, When I was trying to be a specimen, I didn't sleep enough. And the other thing I've changed now is that I sleep a lot more than what I used to. Um, And it's not because I'm getting older, it's because I'm wiser. And there is wisdom in sleeping and sleeping enough. And so when I learned that you needed to sleep in 90-minute intervals, I was like, okay, well, it's either six hours, seven and a half hours, or nine hours. And I prefer the longer version of that. Um, to be honest with you but it's likely more likely to be six or seven and a half hours of sleep is what I get but it's now no longer four hours which is what I was getting while I was studying and doing downsizing and so on and so forth because my brain fried at the end of that so three learnings food movement and sleep have all improved for me in the way in which I have mindfulness and, and and mindset around it.
0: It's so funny, isn't it? Sleep has been a real humble brag for society for many years, hasn't it? Yeah. It's almost a badge of honor that you don't sleep so much. It's a bit like being busy and um, and the rest of it. But I think we are beginning, and I couldn't agree with you more what you said about just observing even, I think when many people go to Europe, they talk about siestas and how sacred they are and the shops. Literally close and no, you can't get something at two thirty in the afternoon because they're actually resting. No matter how busy they they are, and yeah. um, I definitely feel like that is a major lesson that would have such a massive impact on so many areas of our life, like our happiness and our our just our cheerfulness. We're just so much nicer. We're such nice people, uh, human beings, when we've had a good night's sleep, and we are the opposite when we haven't had a good night's sleep. Yeah. Um, and I often say to my kids, like, can't you be happy and tired? But I know that it's really hard. <laughs> I know when most people are tired, yeah. it's really hard to be happy at the same time. Yeah. Um, so couldn't agree with you more about sleep. And another thing that I wrote down here is the concept of time. Like um, a lot of older people can almost like laugh at younger people that are rushing around trying to get everything done today as if a bomb's going to go off and they won't be able to do it tomorrow. I think older people, and I could say people in Icaria, but I just think older people to a point are just good at knowing that you actually can do it tomorrow. And um, what was the one-liner in um, Icaria? It was the Nike T-shirt with the just do it dot, dot, dot tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson bought that like, T-shirt,
1: yeah.
0: He bought he brought that T-shirt, and yeah. I and I am so good now at, you know, I've got my – to do list for you know for Tuesday here, and I've got arrow. What's today? Wednesday. Anyways, Tuesdays, and I've got arrows next to stuff on the Tuesday which will get done tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And in the past, mm-hmm. that might have brought about some guilt or some shame that like I didn't get done what I wanted to get done today. And I've spoken to so many people that would get fifteen of their eighteen things done in a day, but their focus would be on the three things they didn't get, and they would hate on themselves for not being. Productive enough, whether they're a mum or a or a executive, they're still like, you know, productivity, productivity, like get it done, get it done. And the force in that and the the strain in that is something that um, spending time with older people I think undoes in a healthy way. And I definitely feel, even though I am, I I, I have drive and I'm driven, I don't have anywhere near the same emotional attachment. Uh, if something doesn't get done in a certain period of time. In fact, my, my mantra now is everything takes longer than you think it does. And for me, it's about three times longer. Yes. Um, and I'm at peace with that. I still say it'll take me 15 minutes, and 45 minutes later, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> just takes me three- <laughs> every time. I'm like, oh, that's right. It takes longer. But um, only took you 40 I'm, years. I'm cool only with that.
1: took you 40 years. That's pretty good because it <laughs> took me longer than that, I think. So well done. Yeah. Well done, PC. Yeah. That's really um, That's really good. What else have you relaxed? Because um the, well, I also alcohol. had a lot of like very yes a strong intention and aversion to celebration or conversation with alcohol. Now mm. I've never been one to drink by myself like that's not something that I do or would like to do. It's not it's not really what I, I it's not why I would drink alcohol. Not how you roll. Nah, so if I'm you know if I get home it's been a long day or whatever well, it's been a big week or whatever. I'm now more comfortable saying to Amber, "Hey, you want to have a, you know, a drink? Let's, you know, want a gin and tonic, or do you want a glass of wine? Do you want to?" You know, just sit there and you know, even have some sparkling water or, or have a little ginger beer or something. Some you know. of
0: Misty's Misty's water, little glass of
1: Misty's water. <laughs> no, I, I say don't drink that, you saved that Misty. For me. Don't Save drink that. that. That's me. Marcus's. Yeah. That's what I say to Misty now. <laughs> she just looks at me and gives me a meow. But I, uh, I, say, I say, but Amber and I will just we'll go and we'll sit down, have a little chat, or just take a breath and kind of go, "Whew, what a day," you know, and. And that ability to kind of just tools down I think is really important. So that's, that's been a really great thing too, taking that time, that little bit of space in the day to chill out, reconnect, I think is really good. So I love that.
0: And the ceremony, then that's exactly it. I think the ceremony of alcohol and socializing, whether it's with your partner, a friend, a business person, doesn't matter. Yes. I think Ikaria definitely taught, taught me, and I think you're saying the same thing, us – the ceremony uh, of alcohol with others, and that's why one of the golden rules in a kedia is that you just don't drink alone. Um, it yes. just doesn't even enter you. If you want to drink, you will walk to your next door neighbor's house with a carafe of your of your red wine. Yep. and say not Would really you like a, a carafe.
1: It's a plastic bottle.
0: It's a four litre plastic. A, it could have been. <laughs> it's a keg, right? A co- it's, it's a, keg. a
1: co- it's a cottonseed <laughs> oil empty container. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and I know definitely like. Sometimes I think you know, like the kids are like, "Oh, you like having beers with Brendan," and Brendan was a neighbor that we just got on so well. Was he in that and photo of your farewell water. photo? Was he? Yes,
1: yes. Now there's one person yeah. who stood out to me. He looked like a real hippie in that photo. Is that Brendan?
0: Oh, I don't think so. He's right at that the back. He was right, it, He's look, got look. Togger's got dreads. Yeah, yeah long okay. hair.
1: That's not Brendan. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, saw that, so that photo. Togger, two Togga. good
0: Victorians. Um, Togger. <laughs> The kids would be like, "Dad, you you have a oh, lot yeah. of beers with Brendan." Uh, it's just a it's just an abbreviation of his of his. Surnames. Is your mind
1: going somewhere? No, I don't know. I just love names. I (laughs) like like, Togger. Yeah, I need Togger. I love names. You know, I think it's great. But as we go, as you lead into this story, I just want to say welcome, Annette, for joining us live, and Leanne for joining us live. Because like, there's a lot of people joining us live today. um, And Annette said, first time I've been able to jump onto the live version of you. I'm just going to say you guys because I'm embarrassed by what you just wrote there. I've followed for so many years. Joy, excitement, inspiration hands clapping i love that so thank you uh,
0: but again the name and it more you go on go
1: on all i want to do is just say hey if you're listening to this and you haven't joined us live it's good fun like it's great i i enjoyed it a lot enjoyed it a lot
0: and then sometimes i wonder for the poor listeners that are listening going can i stop talking about people's names that we've never heard of before and i'm like, if you come into the facebook live you'll know what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> true, um, true 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 so that's all right. The the downloads are exceeding into the billions now, so I think billions. people like it. Yeah. Um so ceremony around alcohol, enjoying drinking with others and and recognizing that food and alcohol and non-alcoholic beverages, it doesn't matter, but uh, there is a great ceremony around it that largely is inclusive of other people. Um and I think that's what we have learnt around um grog and and food, and you know, I no longer shave with avocado, which was always a big <laughs> so pillar
1: of my life. So expensive.
0: Um, what did you actually do? Did you just like? Did you
1: get mashed avocado, or did you?
0: As messy, messy as f bomb, <laughs> messy
1: as <laughs> Can you...
0: messy AF. All right, everyone,
1: take a seat. Pull over. Pull if you're listening to this. Pull over because as much as you've laughed in the past about Marcus sticking his fingers in my coconut oil jar. <clears throat> and drinking Misty's cat water, right? Let's listen to Marcus shave with avocado. All right, tell us what do you do? Okay. Right, Take us go. through here the process. So
0: first thing is you have to be completely environmentally unsustainable, and you have to live in Ireland having avocados from Kenya. So that's the first step, and then you uh, generally you would open the avocado and because it's a Kenyan avocado in Ireland. It's really brown, uh, and it's got those little weird firm hair things all the way down it. it. So you already know you're not going to eat it. So your attempt to be environmentally sustainable is that you read a couple of raw books and you go, yep, they said to shave with avocado, so you do. Generally, I would get a spoon and then because I'm a bit um, touch-averse with food. uh, You are. Touching your food is very good. Yeah, I know coconut oil is all right. Coconut oil is all right, but I'm often a bit more of a cutter and it's like I eat pizza with a knife and fork rather than my hands. It's one of those things. So anyway, get the spoon. And dip it into the really mushy, green, brown, bruised avocado. And then begin to rub it onto your fingers. And the thing is, about, about 25% of that avocado will get onto your face. And 75% of it will drop in ugly spurts into your sink of you know hot water. And then you will attempt to rub it in and obviously it doesn't froth. So you're going to miss some bits, which then makes the shaving process somewhat excruciating because you're actually shaving on, you know, pretty red raw skin. Yes. And, you know, so it's not a pleasant experience, but of course you're vegan and and you think you're environmentally sustainable, even though the avocado's from Kenya. And uh, you do this obviously missing a number of spots because you just don't want to rip the hair off the skin, particularly above the lip, where you think you're gonna have blood everywhere. So let me just say, um,
1: so we're we using a sharp razor here, or would you use the razor until it was pretty much as blunt as it could possibly be? Because you did want to put razors into landfill. Well,
0: well, well look, being being a traveller at the time, I probably had the chic FX that I bought in Melbourne that I couldn't get the refill blades for in Donegal Town Island, so it was probably pretty average <laughs> uh, sharpness by this point. Um, but then what happens is is that you know that You've actually had the shave, and then it's time to empty the sink. Oh. And of course, it's not a clean—it's not a clean job. It's no. actually messy. It's actually quite a messy process. So then, yes, if you're in a water. rush, you know, and then what happens is, demo—you uh, know—two <laughs> or three days later, no. you begin to see little brown spots in your sink, and this becomes a cause for concern because then, if you have a little bit of amnesia, you think, "Is there poo in the sink?" <laughs> <laughs> but then you realise that it's just dry two-day-old Kenyan avocado sitting in your Irish (laughs) sink and um, you just have to, you know, acknowledge that you've been environmentally sustainable, you're a vegan, you're saving the world, (laughs) so you'll continue to do that for, you know, a good two years or so and then you recognize that maybe you should just go and get something else. (laughs) (laughs) So...
1: Oh, that is hilarious because obviously- These you know, are the lessons we learn. Yeah. Well, so I know my grandfather. He used to like lather up with a little brush. Probably it would have been otter fur. It would have been some kind of otter. Some Yeah. Lathered it up with, you know, soap and then wiped it on his face and it was always a beautiful shave. Um, he lived to nearly 100 and he, there's no way on God's earth that he would have ever thought, maybe I might try and lather up an avocado. Now I don't that's think this is the, unique to you PC I would I would hazard a guess that there'll be other people on the planet that would probably potentially maybe even still be doing this today using avocados, particularly now that they're $1.30 dollar30 per avocado, not $3.95 per avocado, they might still be doing that thinking that they're actually saving the world or the planet. do you think there's more that do that or is well, this a, is this I'm a doing trend that's going?
0: with avocado? Taylor of Old Bond Street avocado shaving cream. What? <laughs> what? There is. It's a thing now. What? Yep. Yep. The Taylor of Old Bond Street avocado shaving cream features a yep rich texture. Yep, it's there. But this isn't a, a raw avocado. They've clearly done some things to it. But yeah. uh, it's potentially got know, avocado in Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. the pioneer. Yeah. Like you
1: is this is this like early early vegan? Behavior is this what this, this is? is? Two
0: thousand and seven, eight, two thousand and seven. Right, eight. And, yeah, and you did this since, for what a yeah. couple of years? Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, probably up until two thousand ten, I did an Inverlock, and I may have even done it when I crossed the border from vegan to omnivore. But uh, clearly, I had an epiphany one day when I recognised having little brown brown spots in the sink was just. It was probably that, but it was annoying me more than the. <laughs> And the price of avocados in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) That's unbelievable.
1: Uh Well, I reckon that habit or that practice of yours would have been knocked out of your system uh, once you went to Ikaria. Like many of our other things have been changed in our life as a result of going to Ikaria. The conversations we have with people, the connection we have with our loved ones, the people we want to make our loved ones, the people we include in Mm -hmm. our life, the ceremonies that we've adjusted and adapted, the people that have become special as a result of traveling with us to Ikaria, um, it brings back a lot of memories, and I'm looking forward to when we get back to Ikaria, PC, um, because I don't know what is left to change, but I know there's still stuff left to change, and. And and I only ever want to change when it's wise to do so. And I feel like I get made wiser by going to Icaria. So, but it'll be an Icarian as, and Sardinian exploration. I don't think we're going to do that in twenty twenty two, are we? I think it's going to be twenty twenty three. Who
0: knows? Of who knows? But when you talk about it, I know people are already asking me, "When are you going back?" When you talk about it, I'm like, I just, I just get all. Mushy like an avocado bumpy mushy yeah. And, yeah.
1: Uh, brown mushy like an avocado. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I get I get, get way more mushy than a brown mushy avocado. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, this has been fun. This has been a lot of fun. I think we might have to call this uh, episode so that we can find it again, shaving with avocado and other longevity lessons learnt. Um, <laughs> yes. because this it's like Misty's water uh, there's a few other things I mean we've also got the salt flush story from many oh. years ago that people still remember yes feeling pregnant oh. and the, the salt flush wrong that's right we've got to share a few I mean I'm so open with my embarrassing stories Where we, can you just have a little ponder and send me a note next episode I'll, come t- I'll,
1: I'll tell you about <laughs> the olive oil lemon juice gallbladder flush I'll tell you about that one Oh, great. Yeah.
0: I'm writing this down eh? that's All a right? goodie Everyone
1: remember this? that's a goodie um, oh, I'll tell you about the awful. juice flush that's, yeah, that's a goodie. Yeah. Um, I'll All tell right. you about the liver <laughs> detox diet. I'll tell you about that one. Yeah, that's always okay. a good. Thing
0: too. Right? Yeah. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Good, good, Don't good. Liver detox. <laughs> <worry. laughs> All the, right. The sesame
1: <laughs> seed challenge, Leanne Anders has said. The, the sesame <laughs> seed challenge still goes. I should actually check that hashtag. If anyone wants to check out that yeah. hashtag, it's on Instagram um, and Facebook. Just search the hashtag and see what people do with the sesame seed challenge these days. That'd be interesting. Yep. That's hilarious. Yep. I love We've it. We've
0: got some good episodes coming up. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> uh, this is good. This is good. All right, to all of our community, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you want to join us live, head on over to Facebook at 100 out to spell it all out. Uh, if you're more of an Insta, go to at 100.NotOut uh, and check demo out at DamianChristophe.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. This has been episode 451 of 100 Not Out. Until next week. As always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now.
1: This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.